Authentic Experts with Kara James, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Authentic Experts with Kara James is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Kara. Hello, everybody. Kara James here from Authentic Experts Podcast, and I'm excited today. With me, I have Donna Dubay. Donna is a certified director of operations and business growth strategist who works with established online service-based business owners who are ready to make a bigger impact and maximize their profit. By leveraging their time, talent, and tactics, Donna helps business owners go from solopreneur to confident CEO without sacrificing their life, health, or relationships. Awesome. (laughs) Can't wait to hear about it, Donna. Uh, You're talking about one of my favorite topics, productivity. And we just spoke, we were chit-chatting a little bit before we went on air. And um, I was saying how I had been certified with Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. So I can truly appreciate um, what you do and how important it is. And, uh, and not, you know, I was saying how, how needed it is in the coaching world, but of course, really <laughs> any CEO needs, mm. you know, needs the time management, the, the productivity uh, piece in their business. So can't wait to dive right in and hear about what you have going on. Um, we were talking a little bit about the six CEO uh, growth or uh, habits to growth. So let, let's, let's dive in or, or no, please let's back up. <laughs> Tell us how you got started in this, Donna, and then we can, then we can jump in. Yes, thanks, Kara. So happy to be here. So yes, actually, how I got started was really my personal journey, because like many of your listeners, decided to start a business, and I'm wearing all the hats, I'm doing all the things. And it got a little bit crazy, to be honest with you. I was booking people in my calendar left, right, and center. It was a global business, so I was seeing people in the evening. I was doing work early morning. And it was my family who actually said, mom, when do you have a break? Husband, when are you going to do? When can I have some time? And that made me stop and realize in my tracks, wait a second. If I keep going this way, I'm in a one-way track to burnout. And I certainly didn't want that for myself or my family. So that really made me stop and say, okay, I need to make some changes here. I need to make some adjustments. And so, yes, it's been a journey and I'm still on that journey, mm-hmm. but um, happy to say that I can contain my work now. And I have a somewhat of a work-life balance that I'm comfortable with. And, um, you know, I'm not in, no longer feeling guilty that I'm leaving my family behind or that I'm working 24 um, seven. So really it's about being intentional with your time and purposeful with your time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I, you know, <laughs> my head's bobbing back and forth like crazy. I know all about it. And uh, yeah, it really, it really can just kind of suck you into this vortex. You know, we mm. think we don't know what we're getting into. You don't know what you don't know. Right. Until yes. you're in it. And then it's like, Oh my gosh. And you're yes. in too far. And not that I would ever encourage quitting. And that is my thing. Don't give up. But um you know, yeah, it, it, you can really fall down a hole of how can I do all of this? And especially in the beginning when there really isn't money coming in and you feel you can't pay somebody, but it's, it's, you know, as the saying goes, hire somebody before you're ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yes. if, it, if you're ready, it's too late, you know? Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. And I think one of the big lessons I learned was 
to prioritize my week and be in control of my week rather than letting what everyone else's demands dictate my week. So as an example, I used to turn on my computer when I'd start work in the morning and you'd have, you know, 10 or 15 emails. So I'd go deal with those. Then you might look at your phone for social and you might have some DMs or some things you want people you want to reach out to. If you have a team, maybe some people are contacting you in Slack and they want to know this, that, where can I find this? Next thing you know, Kara, it's like two or 3 PM. I'm wanting to wrap up my day and I've done a single thing for my business or what I have. Right. And I let that go on day after day, week after week. And I think the biggest change for me has been, no, I have to run my week the way I want prioritize what's important to me, make sure that's on the calendar. And yes, I still have to deal with other people's demands, but that doesn't have to come first. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. And speaking of the calendar, you know, having that calendar and as silly as it looks, I remember first when I first saw it and I, you know, saw someone's and it was, you know, have coffee, walk the dog. I'm like, mm. oh my God, are you kidding me? We're coming. This is what it's coming down to. But it really does. It, it, and it really, really helps because when you know you see that 6 to 7 a.m., whatever it may look like for you, um, once 7 a.m. comes up and you're ready to do, to dive into your writing or work, maybe that's your email time, mm-hmm. and it gets to be 7 15, 7 20, you're like, I'm off schedule. Mm-hmm. It becomes a schedule. It has to be a habit. It has to be a habit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. right. And you don't realize how much time you're spending on the piddly things, or even that. How about the 15 minute blocks? Um, you know, do recording what you're doing every 15 minutes for a few days in a row, and you'll really see where the heck you are losing so yeah. much time. Right? Yeah. For sure, because, you know, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, mm-hmm. right? 168 a week or whatever it works out to. Um, but it's really how we use it and how we plan it that matters. Yeah. And I remember one of my favorite authors is James Clear. And one of his quotes is that the myth is that there isn't enough time. There's plenty of time. There isn't enough focus with the time we have. Mm-hmm. And so I like to keep that front and center because it's so true. I have an hour now. What's the best use of my hour? And I like to think about all the tasks we have in our business and break them up into two buckets. We can have maintenance tasks and we can have growth tasks. So maintenance tasks are things like your admin, your inbox, your scheduling, um, you know, making sure that the Zoom links are where they need to be for your clients, that type of thing. Making sure your emails are being sent out through your uh, email marketing system. These things need to be done in your business. But I question, does it have to be done by you, the CEO, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so you may be able to delegate that to someone. You may be able to automate some of it. Some of it you might be able to stop depending on what it is. Um, And so really analyzing and looking at all those little things that you're doing for the maintenance side because unfortunately, the maintenance side is not bringing you your return on investment. Mm-hmm. And so as the CEO, you have to ensure you're spending time in the growth level tasks. So those are things like setting up your um, copy for your sales page or your emails, making joint ventures or partnerships, or collaborations with others, getting more visible, networking. Your client work, if it's a if it's a big project and it's a new client that you're onboarding and you're part of that process. 
And so you have to remember that as your week goes on, you want to block off time for those growth level tasks, because that's where you're going to see your return on investment. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of leads into, you know, what's the greatest asset that we have as, as, a, as a business owner? <laughs> time, exactly. 100% yeah. time, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and how we use that. And so the, the other thing when we're talking about calendar that I like to encourage people, I like to think of my calendar as my scheduling ninja. Mm-hmm. And I can use that ninja for me or against me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to encourage people to set up a model calendar. So what would your ideal calendar look like? And the first thing you put on there, like you were saying, Kara, is your family time, your personal time, mm-hmm. right? That comes before your business. Yeah. And so you block off if you have, you know, a morning routine or you have time with your family in the morning, if you have a dinner or evening routine, if you have a date night, whatever that is for you in your personal life, make sure you block those off first. And then next, you put in your business office hours. Yes, office hours. Because yes, you're not a brick and mortar business, but they have office hours. There's a time when they're open, there's a time when they're closed. And we need the same in our business. And so set what your office hours are going to be, whether that's going to be nine to three or 10 to two or whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you work in the morning and then you come back and work in the evening because you have clients in different time zones, whatever that is for you. But set that up so that when your team or when you are booking appointments, you're going to fall within those office hours, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, you may do some work outside of those office hours, but don't be booking phone calls, Zoom calls, client work, any of that type of thing outside of your office hours. Yeah. Be disciplined and stick in that time, um, which really helps to you know close the door and separate business a little bit from our life because we, we do need that, especially working from home. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, with that said, when you feel like you have the full day or a whole day to get things done, that's how you just find yourself peddling because you have the day, right? Yes. And the next thing you know, <laughs> it's, it's evening. Yes. But if you know, well, I only have until five and I have to get this email, you know, out or whatever it may be yeah. that you'll, you'll crack down and do it. Yeah. 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 And then the third thing with your scheduling ninja is that you want to then block off time within your office hours to do those recurring things that need to happen every week. So that's your marketing activities and that's your sales activities. I know some of that is not our favorite things, but the truth of the matter is if we want a consistent business and we want consistent revenue, we have to be doing sales and marketing consistently. And so having an hour or two at the same time every week to work on your marketing and work on your sales will really help you stay out of that feast and famine mm-hmm. mode, you know, where your revenue is diving up and then going yeah. down. And, yeah. and um, so it helps level that out because you're continuously looking at, okay, what am I doing this week for marketing? What am I doing this week for sales? Yeah. And you have time in your week blocked off for those things rather than getting to Friday and going, oh, I didn't do any. Okay. I have to, yeah. no, yeah. right. We want to have time yeah. set. Great. We know when that yeah. is. It's- it's non-negotiable. It's there and it has to be done. Yeah, that's great. right. Right. Just like when I went to book the podcast recording with Kara, she said, okay, here's my calendar. I had time on Monday or Tuesday. Those are the yeah. podcast recording days, right? Not Friday yeah. at three, Monday yeah. or Tuesday, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, there's days. Uh, yep. Get it all done and uh, put on the makeup and look good for the, for the calls. I mean, they go through th- Thursday, but podcasts yeah. are just Monday and Tuesday and then there's yeah. different days for different things and then uh, do my little recordings at a certain uh, little block 
We'll do uh, my little TikToks. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Dread, dreadful. No, uh, you know, five creation. minutes a piece, but you can just sit and do 10 of them. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. So let's get yeah. this over the VA and then I'm cleared for a couple of weeks on that. But uh, yeah, I know blocking time, it's it's huge. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like I said you're just going to, I love you to use the word quickening, just quickening mm-hmm. and clicking and t- different tabs and checking the email again and what, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Yes. Um, And when we float back and forth from one thing to another, we're not getting in that zone where we can actually focus, right? And Mm -hmm. actually, you know, do our highest level work because, oh, bing, there's an email, oh, ding, our phone ring. No, we have to actually put those blinders on and just. Well, there's a certain amount of time, too. And I want to say it's 25 minutes. To me, that seems insane, Mm. but that your brain takes to refocus on a task. Well, yes. that explains a lot, right? Yes. <laughs> That's why we can go days without getting nothing done because you're just constantly clicking around. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's talk about the six CEO habits. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, love to hear. About yeah, that. for sure. So this is a framework that I've developed, and it's really helped with the one-on-one clients that I've worked with, who are visionary CEOs and have great ideas, great strategic ideas, but sometimes have trouble following through and being able to implement or bring those to their team to be able to implement it. And so these six habits have really helped them focus and stay in their zone of genius as CEO. And so the first is just touching on the maintenance versus growth tasks that we talked about a little bit, and just understanding from my to-do list, what things fall in that growth task? And do I have some time on my calendar this week to make sure I'm doing those growth tasks? Mm -hmm. Along with that is that I encourage them to do a CEO score. And so yes, this is keeping track of how you're spending your time, but not minute by minute. It's more of the big picture. And so at the end of the day, you would say, Okay, what did I do today for maintenance tasks? Well, I spent an hour on admin. I spent an hour, you know, setting up lead pages for my lead magnet. Um, I spent an hour networking, you know, in the growth side. Mm -hmm. I spent an hour, you know, collaborating or doing slides for my webinar, that type of thing. And so it's really those hour chunks that you're looking at. Um, And so you would give yourself a score. So maintenance level tasks have a certain score and growth level tasks have a certain score. And depending on the revenue that you want to reach in your business will depend on how much time you need to spend on those growth level tasks. Obviously, the more revenue you want to bring in, the more time in your week needs to be spent on those growth level tasks. Mm -hmm. So if we think about the big business out there, the CEO of Microsoft and Apple, they're not doing any time on maintenance tasks. right? They also have a huge team who's taking care of all that for them. So I realize a small business is not the same, but you can imagine that as you want your revenue to grow, you need to also adjust the time and how how you're spending things. And so putting a little score on it will really help you see that if my whole week is spent on maintenance tasks, there's no way I'm going to reach my 200,000 a year revenue goal. Um, And so just having that down and tracking that each week really helps to focus on where you're spending that time. I love that. I've never heard that. That's that's yeah. Right. So when I score myself as a one for a week, where I'm <laughs> not funny, but yeah, no, I, seriously, it does. It's a wake up call, right? Like, wow, well, I I can step back, yeah, you know, see what I've done wrong, and yeah, forward exactly. And we do this every week so that we can adjust. 
right? Because yeah, I don't absolutely. want you going three months looking back and saying, well, I didn't really do anything for growth tasks and yeah. then feeling down and feeling like a failure. Yeah. When we do it weekly, it's just a short five days. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. And you have enough energy to regroup and make a difference for next week if you know you weren't as successful as you wanted to be this week, right? Love this. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that's the second habit. Mm. The third one is that lovely to-do list. Um, and so I want to make that to-do list strategic so that you're prioritizing the tasks that you have. And so here what we do is we do a brain dump of all the tasks that in our, are in our head that we want to get done for our business. Mm-hmm. And then we use the Eisenhower matrix, which I'm sure your listeners are familiar with, but mm-hmm. it's four blocks or four grids. And basically we're categorizing all of those tasks into one of those four blocks. And the two criteria we're using to categorize is important and urgent. Mm-hmm. And so is important is something that's related to your revenue. So if that task is important, it's got a direct return on investment for you. If it's urgent, it's something that needs to be done in the next couple of days, or there will be some consequence that's not positive. So as an example, your taxes need to be paid by a certain time, right? That's not necessarily important. It's not revenue generating, but it certainly is urgent if tax time is next week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so taking each of those tasks that are in your brain dump and putting them in those blocks, either important and urgent, non-important, non-urgent, urgent and important, how it goes. And then where you want to be focusing is important and non-urgent. That's where the CEO should be spending most of their time because that's where you get the return on investment. That's where the growth level tasks exist. Um, But just by putting those tasks in those four blocks, it makes it a lot easier to figure out what is really my priority. Mm -hmm. And those blocks that are not my priority, what can I do? Do I have a part-time person that I can hand things over to that I never actually thought I could hand over before, but now it's clear that I could delegate that. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps there's an automation that I could use to make some of that easier. And then the the final block is not important and not urgent. And those ones, I really want you to take a step back and question, do I need to be doing this? If it's not important and it's not bringing you return on investment and it's not urgent, why is it on our list right now? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so that helps to kind of push away some of the things that may not align with where we're going, you know, in the next 90 days. And sure, there may be some good ideas on there, but they don't have to be done now. Yeah, great. Love that. And then those two, it's just hand those over to the VA who's trying yeah. to get the 40 hours in for the week because there's sometimes, you know, things that I can't build the 40 and I like want to keep her. So I'll think ahead or jump ahead to things like that. Like, oh, well, she can at least work on this. And then next thing you know, the next week we're swamped with something else. So at least she was happy with, you know, not, yeah. not having the fluctuating. Yeah. And again, that's just... <laughs> You don't have to have a full-time VA, but those non-important, uh, non-urgent tasks can still get done. And yes, kind of another going in the back in the background, you know, being taken care of. But exactly, I love that. Yep. Great. Yeah. yeah. Then the fourth habit. This is the one I love yeah. the most. Is a CEO Power Hour. So this is really a weekly date with ourselves. And again, if you think about those big businesses, this is exactly what the CEO does, right? He meets with the leadership team. He meets with the board of directors. He's got a CMO and a CFO all giving input into, you know, what's happening in different areas of the business. And so in our small business, we don't have that leadership team. We are it. 
And so we need to meet with ourselves and review those same areas so we know what's really happening in the business. Mm -hmm. So it's a one hour, once a week recurring, same time, same place, (laughs) so that you get in the habit of doing it. Right. Right. Personally, I like to do mine on a Monday morning. It sets my week up for how I'm going to um, progress through my week, but it doesn't have to be that time, whatever works for you. Some people like to do it Friday at the end of the week, you know, looking at next week, how that's going to go. Really what's most important is that you're doing it every week and it's a recurring, you know, on your calendar. Right. So what do we do during this power hour? So most important, we want to review a couple of metrics. Now, I'm very much of a data nerd, so I can go way deep into metrics, um, but I know not everyone is. And so the most important two metrics that I want you to be looking at is your revenue in terms of where you are now and where you want to be for month to date to be able to reach your goal, your 12-month goal. So just break that down. Mm. And then the other metric, because uh, revenue is a lagging metric, right? It happens and we look at it after the fact. Once that revenue comes in, we can't really do anything to change what we got. And so we want to be looking at a leading metric, which is showing us how people are getting into our world before we get that revenue so that if we need to make adjustments or optimize things, we have a chance to do it ahead of the curve. Um, And so for leading metric, we want to look at whatever your main source of attract marketing is. So how you're bringing people into your world whether that's through your podcast, maybe you're doing lives, maybe you do a lot of social media, maybe you have ads, whatever that looks like for you. But if it's getting people on your email list, you want to be able to track that week to week so you know where you are. And again, make adjustments as you need to. So review metrics is the first thing. Second thing is to review what your top three priorities are for that week, hoping some are growth level tasks and blocking time off in your calendar, making sure you have them in your calendar for that week. And then again, we wanna make sure we have a little bit of time for our marketing and our sales activities. And I just wanna you know, point out here to listeners, you don't have to do the whole thing in one day. So let's say you're setting up a new funnel for you know, a new thing in your business. You don't have to do it all in one day, but you have to dedicate an hour or two each week to working on it. Yeah. Right. right. Um, so maybe today you work on your sales copy and then you can pass that off to your VA to make the actual page. Yeah. Or maybe next week you start working on your emails and then you can pass that off for them to upload into your to your marketing system, whatever that looks like for you. But, you know, we want an hour or two of block time. That's what we're looking for. We're not looking for the whole thing to be finished in one day. Right. So we have to That's be realistic with yeah. how much we can do. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, being realistic is is super important. Yeah. And then along with that, the last two areas that I really encourage business owners to do is self-care and support. So what do I need for myself this week? Maybe this week is going to be a real rough week for me. I've got a parent who's in the hospital. I know them going to be back and forth, you know, helping out there. And so maybe I need some extra support from my team this week to do take on some things that I you know, normally would do. Or maybe I need some extra support at home, right? Maybe I need to ask my husband or whoever I live with, hey, can you step in and help out because I've got X, Y, Z. So to really look at your week and see where do I need things for myself and to communicate that to those involved in our, whether it's our business or our home life. And then maybe I just need time to book that doctor's appointment or that dentist appointment or that massage, right? And so 
making sure that we actually do those things and we set aside time for those things because you know many of us can look back at a month and say what did i do for myself this yeah. month oh yeah right and, and especially that. as women yeah. i feel yeah. that we are even more like that yeah. uh, you know we're ready and able to look after everyone else before ourselves yeah. and um just for my own personal growth and learning i know that that's important that's something that we have to do um, so whatever the, that looks like for you, make sure you have time in your week for yourself. Great. Oh my goodness, Donna, this has been so helpful. I'm already, <laughs> you just reminded me, I'm, I have to schedule my mammogram, but yeah, no, seriously, I, I, you do, the time fl <laughs> flies by and next thing, look at already, you know, it's, we're coming up on, uh, towards the end of July. But, yes. You know, yes. It's April. So yeah, I know it's, it's easy to to lose track and if we don't have a grasp and you just laid it out beautifully of how to do that mm. you know things are going to slip and slip through the cracks and fly by and yeah yep. yeah you're not going to have a well-oiled machine of a business so thank you for sharing that yes. and i'd love to hear what you have for you, you have a free offer and the free offer and the paid offer. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, the free offer fits right in with what we're talking about today. And it's the CEO Power Hour Playbook. Okay. And so basically, it's a PDF you can download, and it will go through a little more detail of what to do during that power hour, and um, how to make it work for you and your business. So you can download that and put it into action this week, next week, whatever uh, works for you. But the nice part here is that you'll be able to see a return and a transformation right away. Because if you put it into action and you follow through on your week, you're going to have a different week than you did <clears> the <throat> week prior, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So you don't need to wait three or six months to see if it's working. Yeah, no, thank you. That's great. That's yeah. great. So yeah, and then the 90 day strategic circle. Yeah, yeah. So what that is, is basically taking what we talked about today, and then getting some help with implementing and being accountable. So we look at what your 90 day goals are, we're going to break that down, reverse engineer that into what we need to do each week. And so each week, we're going to meet together as a group for a CEO power hour, walk you through how to do that. And then what are your top three priorities, make sure they're on your calendar for the week. Then we'll have some accountability so some check-ins to make sure that how are things going? Well, I, you know, yesterday was a flop. I didn't get to anything. Good. What can we do for tomorrow or for next week to, to make it different? Um, and then a co-working session each week so that oh, if you're having trouble, you know, actually fitting that in, you've got a 90 day block where you can, or 90 minutes, sorry, 90 minute block where you can come and um, actually get it done. Yeah. I love those. I haven't done one in a while, but they really are helpful. They are helpful. Yes. On your, again, on your calendar. And then what I would do is just use it to tie in a lot of things that, um, you know, the, the little things that didn't get done. So mm -hmm. do them on Fridays. So yeah. yeah, good. Well, Donna, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. I know we, I ask everybody what their favorite book is that they would recommend. I think we do, you touched on it a little bit, but or at yes. least author, so if you wouldn't mind sharing. Yes, yes. So I have really book. enjoyed the um, book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I've gone through that several times. Mm -hmm. um, and I always pick out some more golden nuggets from it. So yeah. um, definitely would recommend and it's, you know, obviously available if audio if that's what you prefer to do. Yeah. Um, I found the first time I liked to have the paper book, but now when I go back to it, I just uh, 
use the audio version. So you get two different things, don't you? I, I, I like both. I don't have the time to, to read like I would like to, or by the yeah. end of the night, a day, I'm tired. And so sometimes I can only get through a couple pages, but, mm-hmm. but it, there's something about holding that book and reading and it's just, you know, relaxing when you can do it. But, you know, thank goodness for the audio version, right? So we can be doing those other things and, and listening and <laughs> washing dishes and watering plants and <laughs> all, right. all the things while we're, while we're listening and learning. So yes, well, thank you for sharing. And thank you for being here. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thanks. Oh, and by the way, shout out to Collaboration Station. That is where that is where we met. And we're meeting all sorts of beautiful women in there. And uh, yeah, highly recommend that too. For sure. Yeah. All right, Donna, hope to see you soon. You'll come back and join me. Sure. Thank you, Tara. Yeah, take care. Thanks for listening to Authentic Experts with Kara James. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.